Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful biblically based messages live and down This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live down the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God for our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will discuss the question, Does righteousness come from within? We will be studying what the Bible teaches. More about this subject after we've had some music. Divine 
what I miss you now if you left and closed the door with my flesh cry out I don't need you anymore or would I follow you could I be restored I wonder I wonder will I ever learn I wonder if I'd know Does righteousness come from within? We will be discussing this question of answers from the Bible. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Tonight we will discuss these questions together. What does the Bible say that righteousness is? Where does righteousness come from? Is righteousness naturally within us? Why do we need righteousness? How can we experience righteousness daily? Now, what does the Bible say that righteousness is? Let us first go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, and verse 24. The Bible reads, And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And so we see from this Bible text that righteousness is holiness. If we read what is written in the book of Psalms, chapter 119 and verse 72, the Bible states, My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. God's word, all of his commandments, the Bible says, are righteousness. In the book of Psalms, chapter 17 and verse 15, the Bible reads, As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. So we see the Bible states that righteousness is God's likeness. It is what God is like. In the book of 1 John, chapter 4 and verse 8, Bible text that's well known by many. The Bible reads, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. As God is love, and righteousness is what God is like, we can safely conclude from the scripture that righteousness is love. Now where does righteousness come from? In the book of Psalms, chapter 119, and verse 137, the Bible reads, Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Righteousness comes from God. 
when we read in the book of Psalms, chapter 145 and verse 17, the Bible declares, The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. Notice again in the Bible, we see that righteousness and holiness are used to express sorry, the same thought. Everything that God does is righteous and holy. The Bible further explains to us in the book of 1 John chapter 2 and verse 1. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Here the Bible declares that Jesus Christ is the righteous. It is because, as we studied in previous radio shows, Jesus is God. Jesus is the second person of the Godhead. As God, righteousness comes from him, love comes from him. This is further explained in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23 and verse 6. And the Bible declares, In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name, whereby he shall be called, look at this listeners, the Lord our righteousness. This is a key Bible text, as it declares that when Israel, God's people are saved, they are called the Lord our righteousness. When God's people are saved from their sins, they will reveal to the world that their righteousness, their holiness, their pure love, does not come from themselves, but from Jesus Christ the Lord. This is made plain in the book of Romans, chapter 5 and verse 21. The Bible says that as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. God is seeking to destroy the reign that sin has had in our lives, leading us to death. The sovereign power of God's love, grace, is to reign in our hearts through righteousness. This is a wonderful and beautiful truth that God wants his love to reign in our hearts. Thus the Bible clearly states that righteousness, pure love, holiness, is offered to us through the salvation that God offers to us by Jesus Christ our Lord. We'll be studying this more after we've had some music. He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase to added affliction he addeth his mercy to multiplied trials his multiplied peace his love has no limit his grace has no measure his power has no boundary no none to for out of his infinite riches in Jesus. 
he giveth and giveth and giveth again. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's forgiving is only begun. His love has no limit, His grace has no measure, His power has no boundary, no none to men. For out of His infinite riches in Jesus, He giveth and giveth and giveth. Is righteousness naturally within us? Many people believe that we can and that we have righteousness within us, that we can be righteous of ourselves. They believe that we can tap into righteousness through meditation or through personal spiritual development. But is this what the Bible teaches? In Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 6, the Bible reads, but we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Here the Bible states that because of our sinful condition we are unclean. Our righteousness, or any good that we may try to do of ourselves, is impure. This we see mentioned in the book of Job, chapter 14, verse 4. The Bible states, Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. It is Satan who teaches people that they can love another person and be righteous without God. This is a lie, and we see the results in this world, especially in the religious world, of men trying to love one another by themselves. The Bible documents this fact in Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 13. When I say to the righteous that he shall surely live, if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousnesses shall not be remembered. But for his iniquity that he have committed, he shall die for it. Satanic religion which is the belief that one can be righteous, love others, and do good by trusting in oneself, will lead people to commit iniquity, die, and lose eternal life because of it. We can understand this further as we read Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through to 4. The Bible reads in the book of Romans, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going to establish their own righteousness, 
have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. The Jews lost sight of God's righteousness and sought to establish their own righteousness. This led them to crucify the Son of God. The warning for us is that unless we trust in God's righteousness and not in our own ideas of what true righteousness is, we ourselves will reject Christ and as a result will be eternally lost. Now why do we need righteousness? Let us go back to the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24. The Bible reads, And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. See, righteousness is holiness. God created man to be like him, righteous and holy. Because of sin, man lost his ability to be righteous and holy, and to truly love. In Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 10, the Bible reads, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. We have no power of ourselves to be righteous and to love, listeners. Because of sin, we are naturally disobedient to God and sadly are evil-minded one towards each other. We need the Lord to cover us with the robe of his righteousness. Without the Lord clothing us or adorning our, or adorning our minds, I should say, and hearts with his love, covering our minds and hearts with his love, without him filling our minds and hearts of his love, then we cannot fulfill his holy purpose for us in this life. Let us look at Romans chapter 5, verses 17 and 19. The Bible reads here, For if by one man's offence death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. That righteousness which mankind lost because of Adam's disobedience is now offered to us through the salvation that Jesus Christ offers us. Jesus can offer us salvation and righteousness because when he became a man, he lived a life that was totally obedient to God. As we studied in earlier programs, listeners, salvation is experienced when we live by God's word and make Christ's word the rule of our life. Power is promised by God to help us to do this. Salvation comes daily when we allow God's mind to direct our minds through his word. His love in us and through us, his righteousness, is then guaranteed experienced. Now how can we experience righteousness daily? At this point in time, we would like to let the late pastor Reginald Wright, one of the founders of Voice in the Wilderness, answer this question. This presentation was recorded in the year 2012 in answer to the question, what is righteousness? 
To have a nice, peaceful state, it's important that the people seek the Lord. And the most successful nations in history have been the nations that are, have based their criteria upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. Do you know that most of the laws of the land that exalts the nations are based upon the Bible? But we're living in a time now where we're seeing the erosion of all these God-given laws. We're seeing now the actual acceptance to a lot of the abominations that the Bible talks about. It's become very popular now to have same-sex marriages, you know, and it's, you, you could go to the um, Justice of Peace or the Registry Office and they would also, you know, allow you to do these things. But what kind of heat does these things bring down upon a nation? And I want to say to you this afternoon that I believe it's part of the criteria of the people that are pushing us into this new feudalistic state to demoralize the young people and to demoralize the old people as well. So therefore, we're seeing an erosion of the peaceful existence of peaceful, love-loving, God-fearing nations by the way that the principles of God are being eroded, you know? And I'll tell you something, you know, the love of Christ is a bulwark and a protection against evil and wickedness. You know, it's not even safe now for children in this country and most countries of the West. If you take your children outside of the home circle and think that the government or the state or the social services are going to look after your children, you've got another thing coming. Because you might as well just offer them up to the devil straight away. That's where we are today. We're seeing a, a destruction of the nation state. Don't think that you could leave your children in front of the TV and the television, the BBC, the ITV, they're going to bring up your children. They'll bring up your children, but in witchcraft and Satanism and spiritualism. You understand what I'm saying? So we're seeing that there's an erosion in these things that are taking place. Now, if you go to the book of Proverbs, there's one of my favorite texts that talks about what makes a successful nation in the scripture. Look at Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 34. I know that we should know that off the top of our heads. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 34. Very um, powerful text. Yeah? The Bible says, Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Now, the first question I want to throw out to you this afternoon is, what is righteousness? Well, you say right doing. You just set yourself up because there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. The Bible says, according to Psalms 101, Psalms 119, verse 172, all thy commandments are righteousness. Amen? So righteousness is the embodiment of the Ten Commandments. Not right doing, because in our own fallen human minds, who are we to perceive what is right and what is wrong? The only person that could tell us what is right or wrong is God through his word, amen? That's why the Bible says, listen, 
We must live by not bread, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now, another text that proves the concept of righteousness, go to Isaiah 51, verse 7. Because now we're going to look into, we've looked at the nations, but what makes up a nation? Is it just the laws or is it what? The people. So when it says righteousness exalts a nation, we're talking about the people of that nation. You know, when you read the book Adventist Home, I like that book so much because it actually starts to talk about society. And it talks about what makes a prominent, perfect um, function in society. And you know what it talks about? It talks about the families and the God-fearing families that actually are the backbone to any successful society. Now, when we look at Isaiah 51, verse 7, the first part, the Bible says, Hearken unto me, the people that know righteousness. Ye that know righteousness. What does it say? The people in whose heart is what? My what? My law. So to have the law of God in your heart is to know righteousness. So when righteousness exalts a nation, biblically speaking, we're talking about the people of that nation are a righteous people. Do you understand what I'm saying? So therefore, it's down to the individual, starting as an individual, then the individual families, then the individual communities, then the individual nations that demonstrate to the world that righteousness is the thing that exalts a nation. As explained by Pastor Reginald Wright from Isaiah chapter 51 and verse 7, to experience righteousness is to have God's law written in one's heart. Under the new covenant, which we will be studying in future programs, God promises to do this work for us. In Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10, it, the Bible declares, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. So we see, listeners, righteousness does not come from within. God has to write his law of righteousness in our hearts himself. As we come to the end of this discussion tonight, let us go to the book of Romans chapter 8 and verses 3 to 4. The Bible says, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We are not to live by the flesh, but by the Spirit of God. It is through the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, that we receive Christ's righteousness. We learn this again in Galatians chapter 5, verses 5 to 6. For it says, For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Listeners, every day we are to have faith in Jesus Christ. We are to ask him for the Holy Spirit to write his law of love, his righteousness, into our hearts. And God shows his appointed way for us to experience his righteousness. In Daniel chapter 4 verse 27, 
We read, and this was the counsel that Daniel was told to give to King Nebuchadnezzar at this time, the monarch, the king of Babylon. Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness and thine iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. We are not saved by our own good works, but when we fully rely upon Jesus Christ, through faith in his word, to do good, and to show mercy to the poor and needy, then salvation from sin, listeners, is worked out. We must let God work his righteousness in us, and we must never trust in ourselves. We will round up tonight's program after some more music. this land and everywhere I go people's hearts are filled with fear for a future they don't know they don't seem to understand there's only one way to place their lives in Jesus hands and come to him today I want them to meet Jesus he's a friend above all friends he'll never forsake them his love knows no end no matter what they've to save them from their sin are you secure in the life that you live or are you lost and confused you search and struggle for that peace of mind and you don't know what to do let me introduce you Savior has for you. 
Righteousness, we've studied tonight, is holiness, is likeness to God, and God is love. We learn righteousness by studying God's word and by looking at Jesus, by faith through his word. And we experience righteousness, listeners, by allowing God to write his law in our hearts, the law of righteousness, the law of love. And that's simply what righteousness is by faith, to believe in that God's will, by faith, write his law of love, of righteousness in our hearts and allow us to live a righteous life through his power, through his grace. So before we round off with our final thoughts, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer and ask the Lord for his blessing in our lives. Heavenly Father, Thank you for this radio show tonight, Lord, and for teaching us through your word, Lord, that we receive righteousness from you because you are the embodiment of righteousness. And we thank you, Lord, for teaching us about righteousness through your word. And even though we have sinned and come short of your glory, in your mercy, while we have life on this earth, through the salvation that's been offered us through Jesus Christ, we have the chance to receive your righteousness by faith if we would humbly submit to you. So, Lord, I'm asking for all who are listening tonight, asking for the forgiveness of our sins and that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness and that we would accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. Bless us, keep us, Lord, and we ask these things humbly in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If you have any questions or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org. That's inquiries at wildernesspublications.org. Or you can send a text message to 07944 
If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address and we will send you a free tract called Righteousness by Faith. Those who are living outside the UK can request for an electronic version to be sent to them free. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, go to the ebook section and find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 68, you will find the subject Righteousness and Life. This will give you more information about today's topic. On next week's show, we will discuss the question, What is Jesus doing now? Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.